Universe, welcome. This is Dr. Davey, Davey Johnson, and you're about to listen to Home Zone number nine, featuring Randy Litke and myself as Brennan Walsh was out doing what Brennan Walsh does. Hope you enjoy it. I think you will. Uh, if you do like what you hear and you're very awesome, please visit www.bonezonepodcast.com. That's where you can find us on the www's. And uh, you can do a lot of things there. You can donate if you like. Uh, to help us pay for some of this expensive equipment. You can also check out links to our Twitters, and you can also uh, see our Amazon wish list. There's a link to that also there. So please enjoy, and that is all. about all those wonderful experiences you've had in your life as you're drifting off to sleep here on the home zone this is not a dream this is reality this is reality my name is randy this is davy and you are not dreaming maybe you are maybe maybe reality is nothing but a dream i've heard that are we just the dream of a superior being out there somewhere? This could be true. I'd like to think that I'm part of someone's restful sleep. Alright, spoiler. <laughs> what? This is a dream. It is? Well, not to us. Oh. Our listeners' dreams have just come true. They're our reality. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? Our reality is their dream. <laughs> yep. It's we are just a figment of your imagination. We don't exist, except to ourselves. Yeah, we live in your brain. We're inside there. Yeah. We're inside your... We're crawling in your ears right now. I jerked off in your brain, bro. (laughs) I just farted. I just (laughs) farted right next to your eyeball from the inside. (laughs) That's what migraines are. Yeah, migraines are just eyeball farts from the inside. From tiny little podcasters. Yeah. What if... Close your right eye. Me? No, the person at home. Oh, okay. (laughs) Randy exists behind your left eye, so Randy can see out. Oh, yeah. I can only see out of your left eye, though. What do you see? Uh, nothing. My eyes are closed. Should I I open them? No, no, you keep your eyes closed. You see, Randy can't see even if your eyes open because he's got his eyes closed, (laughs) even though he's behind that eye. I only open my eyes when you close your eyes. (laughs) So it doesn't work? Yeah. We put graffiti all over your eyelids, yo. Oh, shit. And it's just for us. Yep. The inside of your eyelids is like my fucking locker. (laughs) I got fucking posters of ladies. Yeah, I got jagged guitar posters, Ferraris. So even if you're like a real good Christian, it doesn't matter because on the inside of your eyelids, Randy wrote, uh, check out this hot slut. And it's a picture of Pamela Anderson's boobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With With a little bit of marker. On the bottom that says hot beef injection, uh, <laughs> an arrow pointing to her butthole. 
Dude, that crossed the line. What? JK. Yeah. Okay, spoiler alert. This is not a dream. No. It's, um... There's an ice cream truck outside. Oh, yeah, if you can hear, there's an ice cream truck. We're uh, broadcasting. This is a home zone, uh, subsidiary of the Bone Zone, broadcasting from Randy Litke's apartment here in beautiful Koreatown. Or wait, is this Koreatown still? It's not Koreatown proper anymore. No, it is, but it's also a little Bangladesh. So it's a suburb of a suburb? No, it's like Los Angeles is part of Los Angeles County. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not, it's not a perfect comparison, but... <laughs> The the uh, the boundaries of Koreatown is is uh, you know encompassing and inside of that lies Little Bangladesh. So I yeah. I think I live in Koreatown and Little Bangladesh. I don't think uh, Little Bangladesh is like its own uh, yeah little nation inside of Koreatown. Are you how many times have you visited New York often at all? Really? Never. Never before. Never have. I've spent maybe a total of like three days in New York and it's always been with a tour group of some sort, like a choir. Um, but I'm fascinated by the fact that they call like their areas boroughs, you know? Yeah. Like we don't have boroughs here. Like it, is that like a city planning thing on what to call areas of town? I don't know. I don't know the history of it. Yeah. I bet there is definitely a history of it though. Probably. What, what, what is it they refer to? Is it alderman? What what do they in Chicago? They have like politicians that are like called by a different name than other towns. Oh really? Yeah, it's like someone probably knows out there. Is it man. Alderman? What is? It's like a different weird name. I don't know. Cities, man. I don't know anything. <laughs> if, you, if you got a question, ask someone else. Yeah. If you, I don't know. <laughs> it. If you got a question, call into this this number. We'll give you the number to uh, Red Band's home. That'd be a good Google a good radio you. show. As a uh, call in radio for other people's ha- like place like call in this other place or just being like I don't I don't know man <laughs> I told you told you not yeah. to call the limited knowledge hour yeah yeah it's real we can only talk about whiskey drinks and video games oh yeah no I have a I have a, a larger knowledge than that my knowledge is pretty specific though mm-hmm. I was at a I was at a, a farmer's market today and I bumped into two people that I knew yeah, and then it, from the farmers market, like no, farmer, no, no. farmer friends from the comedy scene. Okay, uh, comedian and her fiance, I believe, or mm. husband, I don't know. Mm. And uh, I was just like, I just bought a bottle of Fernet. So they're like, "What are you doing?" And then I told them all about Fernet. <laughs> and then they, we were both looking for lemons. Yeah, and they were like, "Yeah, these lemons are kind of green." And I told them why. Yeah. And that it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, you're weird. <laughs> <laughs> Were they really? Oh, because every time I'm fascinated by the amount of knowledge you have and thing, but you always deliver it with like, like passion. Like you really get into specifics and it's a little hard to keep up sometimes because you're so knowledgeable about the things that you're knowledgeable about. Very specific things. But, um, but at the same time, it's hard not to, like I've said, I don't know. I've probably said it before, but even when, like, if you're about to serve, like, if you make a drink or something, you say, "Now this is what this drink is made of," and you explain, uh-huh. and you have, and you talk about the ritual of putting the drink together, and then, and then you present it to me, like, I lose all sense of whether the drink on my own, whether I could judge it as a good drink or not, because your passion transfu- trans, like, transmits into me. Yeah, there's something about, uh, I don't drink by myself that much, and. Uh, part of it is because i enjoy kind of the ritual of people drinking together and having a good time okay i thought you meant that you have to have someone help you drink like no 
No, I don't want to like. I don't want to just like get drunk <laughs> by myself. Yeah. Like part of the reason I drink is because everyone's having a good time, and yeah. it's like. It's, you know, shots, taking shots mm-hmm. is something that we don't really do that often, but shots. You wouldn't do that by yourself usually. Especially no, a body shot. I mean, some people might, and some people, the only reason they take shots is because they want to get drunk fast. Yeah. But for the most part, shots is um, a collective thing. It's like, a, here's to us, uh, especially in like the food industry, bartenders and, and restaurant people are like, uh, Hey, I'll buy everyone around a shots, and it's yeah. kind of like here we are together, yeah, or or farewell, yeah. or hello. It's it's, it's a very it's a very social thing, you yeah. know. I'll buy you know round of Jameson. Yeah, for me and my friends, it's mm-hmm. it's totally not like let's just have a drink and hang out. It's like it's a yeah, it signifies something. Yeah, it's and a, kind it's of celebratory. It's very yeah, it's a big and drinking in general is the same way, and eating a lot of times. I totally obviously eat by myself. Yeah, I eat by myself. <laughs> yeah, too. but I love <laughs> to go out and and. And eat with people. Yeah. You know. Well, maybe that's not true. Sometimes <laughs> I just don't want to fucking be bothered. Yeah. Sometimes I want to get fucking gravy in my beard <laughs> and not worry about who's looking. Oh, man. It's oh. really it's really hot outside. Mm-hmm. So if you hear a little bit of a whir. Oh, yeah. The, there's a whir sound. There's one fan going above us. Hopefully it's not going to distract you too much from your restful sleep. Yeah. If it's, you know, if you hear like a little bit of a buzzing then that's your fault because you're dreaming this. Yeah. And you got a little inner ear infection going on. You just need to, like, dream clearer. Mm. Don't worry about the fans. Brendan uh, Walsh is uh, on vacation in your diaphragm right now, so he couldn't make it up uh, to your ear canal for this podcast. Diaphragm, like uh, like your body. Uh, part, part of your body. Part yeah, of not, body. The, not, not the a female lady. sexual contraception <laughs> device. A lady thing. <laughs> not a lady thing. Not the lady lid. <laughs> I always buy, when it's this hot out, I end up... Uh, kind of impulse buying like last year mm-hmm. maybe it was two years ago it was like the hottest night of the summer yeah and i drove to a, a store and i bought two big box fans yeah. like two big ones yeah and then uh the next week it was back down to 60 degrees yeah and i was like huh. yeah Good. but you have those here now, now i have them like, now yeah. but at the time it seemed silly and then today i bought a giant bag of ice that doesn't even fit in my freezer <laughs> because it was a dollar more. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'll use it, but yeah. I don't have a place to put it. So I put uh, part of it in a, in a cooler yeah. that I don't plan to use. Yeah. And then the other part in a big jar because <laughs> it'll melt and I'll have water. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some good cold water for a while. But then uh, part of the reason that whole bag doesn't fit in my freezer is because I also bought a block of ice, <laughs> <laughs> which is like extra ice. And here's what I'm going to do tonight. Yeah. <laughs> because my room was so hot last night. Yeah. I'm going to put the block of ice in my room. Ice pillow. No, no. <laughs> okay. That would be a, a wet pillow by yeah. the end. Okay. Um, I'm going to put, and I think, and I haven't looked into it, but I think this is what people used to do. Yeah. I'm going to put a block of ice and then I'm going to put a fan behind it and I'm going to blow the fan at the block of ice. Oh yeah. And I'm going to hopefully make the air cold in my room. What if this is my only concern? Okay. Elevate <laughs> elevate the cord of the fan somehow. <laughs> I'm so not just gonna plop it on the carpet. When the floor gets wet. <laughs> You're gonna put it in like a, a bucket kinda? Uh so I'll have to f- see what I'm gonna do. Yeah, there'll be a, a shallow pan for it. <laughs> or I'll just put it in the cooler and then I'll blow the fan at the cooler and then the air will rise out of the cooler. This is gonna be like the most this is gonna be like a scene in Final Destination where it's just like <laughs> 
as I'm sleeping, there's all these <laughs> yeah. things clicking yeah. and happening. Yeah, but it's like, you know how they try to fool you at the end? This is just like the most obvious death in Final Destination. It's like, well, yeah, of course that would happen. Yeah. Of course he would electrocute the entire room. Well, man, I had two fans on last night. I was in the Bay Area for like a week, and it was like pretty yeah, hot. You took, yeah. But at night, it stayed cool, mm-hmm. and it felt all right. I was able to like even put a blanket on at one point. Yeah. Whereas my first night back, I'm just like, fuck, this is miserable. Like sweaty pillow time, yeah. you know, like the worst. And I don't have a windowsill to put a fan on. Yeah. So I was like trying to figure out how to like hang one with a rope. <laughs> so it's hanging by my window. Like, I, I need the air. It just kept swinging around from blowing itself. Yeah. On the right, like a little. <laughs> it's just like a little airplane. Like on a little string. airplane on a string. Yeah. <laughs> it's like well, I the mean, most dangerous airplane on a string. And my bed's right by the window. So it's like I can't. I need the air from outside to be coming in at night, but I don't have a way of doing it. I thought about uh, securing a fan outside the window. Yeah. But I don't know how to do it. So this bungee is. Bungee cords, man. As you I was sleeping. Invest in bungee cords. Yeah. Or I could hire. Uh, my neighbors that live upstairs <laughs> to just, just to hang to one it. with a rope. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> just they sleep by the window. If they just hang their hand out there and yeah. duct tape it to their fingers or something, we do that. Or if there's like magnets, like <laughs> some sort of magnet thing. Oh yeah, the mystery of polar north. Or I could take both fans, one facing in my window, mm-hmm. and the other one tilt it um, so it's parallel to the ground. So it's like, it's like blowing, a helicopter. Yeah. So it's like blowing it up like yeah. in a video game. So it just holds it up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It floats there. Well, either way. You have way. to put it on the perfect speed to make sure that it's yeah. right at your window. Which like. is impossibly strong. Yeah. That's the perfect speed. <laughs> yeah. The perfect speed is. Well, I have a block of ice, so I'm going to try that tonight legit. Cool, man. <laughs> it's going to be. It's going to be pretty awesome. <laughs> report back with the results. Uh, But that's the other thing. I'll the wake up. Actually, I don't work tomorrow, but. My main thing was like, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to have like a weird shallow pan of water that I'm going to like ignore. Yeah. And, and then it's just going to add to my hoarding problem. People are going to be like, what's that? Uh, what's that mossy algae thing that yeah. you have? Uh, All the mosquitoes hanging around. Yeah. Oh, that's. Yeah. You that's, get very sick <laughs> throughout the summer. That was so I could get a good night's sleep once. It's going to be. <laughs> it's going to turn out like my uh, goldfish story. It's just going to turn into oh. something terrible and experimental. Yeah, <laughs> or I could be I could cure cancer Beautiful. somehow. Maybe, yeah. I mean, penicillin was a mistake. People were like, "That's." I th- I still think people probably still agree Penis- penicillin it was a mistake. Was a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> pharmaceutical companies do. Yeah, I'm drinking this delicious drink that tastes like cough drop. <laughs> it is. It is really good. What is it? Um, comprised of you had this is this is from your jar of ice was that part of the jar of ice jar of ice well as i i added all the ice to the jar so it would melt and then i was like well don't want this to go to waste so i started yeah. adding i added lemons to mm-hmm. it a little bit of grapefruit juice yeah <laughs> and i added uh some mint leaves mm, and then i and then i just let it melt mm. i have it right here i'll pull it out <laughs> for those of you watching live right now wow it says sun tea on it, so oh. you know exactly what it's for. It You're a sun tea man. It doesn't have sun tea. That was a birthday gift a long time ago. Oh, man. Um, so then I added, I strained that liquid into a glass with a little bit of whiskey and a little bit of fernet. Yeah. But it really does taste like a cough drop. Like yeah. a delicious lemon and honey cough drop. <laughs> I don't mind. I've been clearing out. I had on Friday a summer cold. And then over the weekend and into today, I'm just clearing, still clearing it out. 
Mm-hmm. Like it's it. Uh, I don't know if it sounds terrible. It's not bad at all. It's nothing. It's just the end result of having had a cold on Friday. Yeah. But like, it actually feels good to me. It actually going down. The string. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I well, mean, that, I mean, I'm addicted whisk- to Ricola, so. It's what it, t- it re- really tastes like a, a, a Ricola. <laughs> oh, yeah, like Ricola. Yeah, that's how you would say it. Someone said Ricola. That works too, I day. think. Um, how do you, you know that game where you stack uh, all the wooden blocks on top of each other? Jenga? Say it again? Jenga. Oh, how do you say that Jenga? first? I say Jenga. You say Jenga? This is. For those of you listeners who think we're talking about something important, this, <laughs> this is, is this is us trying to figure out where we're wrong. This is not important. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I was well. I was in the Bay Area with my girlfriend and her family. Yeah. And we started playing that game that mm-hmm. we just spoke of. Yeah. And they were laughing at me because I kept saying Jenga. Yeah. And they kept saying Jenga, and I was laughing at them. And um, both of us were laughing at each other for the same opposite reason. Yeah. But you have a much heartier laugh yeah. than they do, so it was almost equal. Oh, yeah. I laughed them out the back the door. The laugh battle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you're sleeping outside. I puffed them out. Oh, man. But uh, <laughs> Puffed them out with laughter. Yeah. And then I, I, I kept stacking like single blocks on top of each other to see how high I could go. Yeah. And I kept going, jinga. Jinga. And they were <laughs> laughing, and I was like, are you laughing because I'm doing such a cool thing? <laughs> but it was at the very end I realized that they think I say it wrong. Oh, man. I also say a few other things wrong, but I, I can't, that's how I say them. It's a regional thing or something. A what? A what? Thing? A, a regional thing. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't mean to confuse you with my stark Nebraskan accent. Yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely regional. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> what uh, have you been? I haven't seen you in five days. Pretty good, or six days, or something. Uh, pretty good. I uh, pretty good. Pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, pretty good going on. It was wasn't uh, e- Emo Phillips was on the Tomorrow Show. Emo Phillips was on the Tomorrow Show, and it was amazing. Like a large audience turned out for it. That's which, cool. Uh, I didn't know. Like I love Emo Phillips, and I know that he's beloved by people like me who are just kind of like fans of comedy, try to do comedy, <laughs> try to do comedy, and comedians. Yeah, yeah. People um, who try to do comedy, people and, who try, and the comedians, and also comedians. Um, who are successful at doing comedy. Um, but for some reason, I've always kind of assumed that he was a, a like a pretty niche comedian kind of within that, that group of kind of like people who have a real appreciation for comedy. Like yeah. he's just beloved and kind of like a secret, you know? I think kind of now he has uh, a little bit. And he, well, because he hasn't, because he kind of was really big in like maybe the late 80s and into the 90s, you know? And he was on uh, that movie UHF and stuff like that. Uh, but he's brilliant. He's always brilliant. He does that character perfectly. And a large audience turned out. And honestly, uh, he brought out, because Ron Lynch, uh, who hosts the show every week and uh, puts us on there every week, he um, created the show. Mm-hmm. He uh, he doesn't, he knows Emo, but he's not like super good friends with him. Like when he started the show with Craig and, and Brendan, uh, like they were so good because they've known each other for so long. They're all in the same wavelength and they yeah. all like work off each other and they know when to stand back and stuff. Yeah. Like you have to kind of develop that with people when you're, when you're on stage together uh, to be really good and clicking. Um, and Ron wasn't on the same wavelength, but he just kind of rode the emo train Yeah, yeah. and kept adding stuff in there and stuff. And it was hilarious. It was wonderful. It was, it was the best. It was really fun to do. And uh, I did a bit, I, 
I asked Chris Walsh if he would help out with uh, a bit. I did the the old telephone gag of the telephone ringing and the thing. Is Chris uh, replacing me? Chris is not replacing you. He actually was like, I don't know if I feel comfortable with that man. Well, I was like, listen, I won't tell Randy until the podcast. <laughs> He'll feel a little weird about it. How there. does Chris feel about replacing me? <laughs> wait. Um, like, like wait, if I was you, cool with it. Do you want to be? Re- do you? Are you trying to dissolve? I'm not trying to dissolve anything, but what if? What if I said I'm okay? For those of you listeners who don't know what we're talking about, Tomorrow Show is a weekly show that Davey and I do every yeah. Saturday at midnight. We met there. Yeah. We've done right. it. Davey's been doing it for like six or seven years. Yeah. And I've, I've been doing it for four and a half, five. Yeah. And uh, we perform there every week. We come up with a bit once we get there, generally. Sometimes we repeat, but uh, very rarely. And uh, I was out of town this week for the first time in a really long time. Yeah, really. Ron was like, is this the first time he's ever been gone? And I couldn't really, like, I know you've been gone to, like, Portland, but we would still do stuff over, like, Skype or something together. Yeah. It's show. been a while since I've been completely yeah, gone. Yeah. 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 But. So it's always a little strange. How do you feel about Chris replacing me? <laughs> I don't feel very good. You don't want Chris to replace me? I don't want Chris to replace you, man. But I he, mean, he did for that day, and how did it go? It went all right? It went well, yeah. I mean, Chris and I have done stuff. Like, I've done stuff on his... him. He and his brother do a show called The Walsh Brothers Show. Uh-huh. And, um, and I've done stuff with them, and so... So, I mean, we know how to react off of each other and how to make something funny and stuff yeah. together. But it wouldn't be the same, man. I mean, the stuff that we do is on an entirely different sort of... Well, I know it wouldn't be the same, but maybe it would be better or equal and different. <laughs> I know it wouldn't be the same because him and I are different people. Yeah, you're di- you different. You got different uh, tastes and different... Uh, you got different backgrounds that you're bringing a knowledge of different things uh-huh. into the improv Our voices and the gags. sound differently, audibly. Yeah, his is very high. He's got a very womanly voice. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um... And uh, I don't, I don't know, man. Like I don't, I don't think I'd become. I mean, with that show, I'm pretty like. I don't know, man. Are you? Is this a? Are you looking to? What What do you think about someone else? Who would you have? Who would you like to work with that? You wouldn't mind working with that wasn't me. And I, I only want to work with you. Why oh, are you really? trying? It sounds like you're trying to replace me. I'm not trying to replace. I'm not trying. So to now replace you're trying you, to find me saying. a different partner. I'm no. I'm just saying that it listen, sounded like. That you were like, well, you know, I think I don't know. It would be different. No, who, who do you want to work with? It, now it's, that not, we're it's not like that, it's not like that at all. You know, when you're in a relationship and you play games with each other, where you're like, if if we like, oh, okay, if you could find someone that would make you really happy, and it wasn't me, and you can be honest, okay, like who oh, would it be? I don't know if people do that. Like you know, when you play they, games, they do like a like who would if you could fuck one person. Yeah, I don't know if and a lot of couples on your fuck list. I don't know if a lot of couples are like, "Who would you rather be married to Who forever?" You, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if no, if you're like, listen, <laughs> if anyone else could make you much more happier than I could ever hope to. Yeah, I did that. Who would it be? Sort of. Uh, yesterday, I was with Chelsea. Um, in, in a, a real weird uh, parallel of that type of thing. My birthday is in two weeks. Oh yeah, which is. Uh, weird it came up very fast i mean exactly one year yeah it, it does seem <laughs> fast though <laughs> yeah but uh she's like what do you want to do and i was like i want to have a naked lady jump out of my birthday cake <laughs> and she goes what a tiny birthday cake though that's the catch yeah 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 no i said i want to i want it to be a na- i want a naked lady to jump out of a cake yeah and uh i know that she wouldn't do that for me so i said i want it to be you 
here's the thing it like at a party or just for you oh uh i didn't get into that but i admit okay. at a party oh, okay so i was like i want a naked lady i want you to jump out of my birthday cake naked mm-hmm. and she said i don't want to do that and i said okay well then i get to choose someone else <laughs> and then um and then i kept diluting it more because she's like well who and i was like your mother and she's like no way and i was like okay <laughs> I know you're making it pretty hard for me. I'm going to have to keep choosing. And I was like, yeah. your best friend. Who's your best friend? And she, yeah, I didn't know. Okay. She, well, I kind of know, but, yeah. you know, she goes, my friend Karen. And I go, yep. And she goes, she wouldn't do that. And I go, all right, Jessica Alba. <laughs> Which you is, were trying to get to Jessica Alba <laughs> the oh, whole yeah. time. Uh, you know, oh, but if man. I ask, you know, first yeah. thing, I want Jessica Alba to jump out of my birthday. You have to naked. slowly work into it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't even know really what Jessica Alba looks like, but I know she's famous, and she would. Be, I think she would look perfect. She'd be out of her very good. Yeah, yeah, and she'd be a good draw too. You know, she would. She get, would. Yeah, you get a lot of people at that party. <laughs> the best, the the way you set up the rest of your year is to have an awesome birthday party. Yeah, oh, yeah. This is gonna be a terrible year. My birthday party is a bringer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> two drink minimum. Everyone, everyone, if you want to come to my birthday party, you got to bring three people, yeah. and you have to sell <laughs> tickets. Today, I did have a thought. I was like, what if I could do a money-making thing? Like, yeah. <laughs> like how could I sell, <laughs> sell tickets sell to your birthday? Tickets. And then I was like, well, I could have it at the at the Tomorrow Show. But that never, like, if you oh, have yeah. a birthday party at a comedy show, yeah. people are like, it's not a birthday party. It's a comedy show. Yeah, I did that for my 30th birthday. Um, but it was because, like, it's just an easy place for people to gather. It's a fun time to do. And, every you know, it's not like a birthday party. It, actually, really, when I did it, it seemed like, while it was going on, I, was, I got this guilt over me. I was like, this is like the most masturbatory thing anyone can do. You're up there and you're like, because also I hosted it. So that's like, if you're going to have a birthday show, don't host it. That's what I'll say to you. Oh, really? Because if you host it, then you're always coming out and you're like, hey, thanks so much. <laughs> like, yeah, like it, yeah. it wasn't like that, but it was just like. Uh, yeah, like so we even did maybe that was like one of the first bits we did because like I came out like jumping and stuff. I remember that. Yeah. yeah well, you if you're gonna out. have if you're gonna have a birthday party at the show, that show was the the format of a show to do it at because it was so like loose, loose and, and like, whatever. Like, yeah, it very often could be a disaster. It was a good show, but like it was a show. It was at a place and it was part of this show that had been going on for years that um, had become kind of a disaster <laughs> of a thing. Oh yeah, it was like every week it was just yeah. something completely different and i was like and part of it was like i was at that show when it first started and it was great it was like really fucking great there was a lot of acts there's a lot of re- really good people that are now like doing really good things that um that i that people would like to name drop <laughs> that i would like to name drop but i won't and um uh and then it kind of like transformed and so part of me was like i remember when the show was really good and now it's like kind of going into disaster zone and I want to do a really good show just to try to motivate the person who puts it together to be like see it can be a really good show you know yeah that was when I first moved to town I would go to that show and just be like what the fuck yeah and then I would get booked on it to do really weird stuff and I would just like create something out of nowhere Mm -hmm. when I wasn't a confident comedian yet Mm mm-hmm where I was just like, I'm going to create something out of the blue, unlike mm-hmm. anything I've ever created, and mm-hmm. I'm going to perform it uh, word for word, yeah. so it has no life in it. Yeah, I did something really weird there that just was a disaster. That was the place to do it, man. It oh, was part man. of experimentation. That's the first time I saw Johnny was at that show, too. Oh, yeah. Johnny was, Pemberton. Yeah. If you, uh, if you don't know Johnny Pemberton, he's very funny. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he's in a lot of movies right now, and uh, he has his own podcast called Twisting the Wind. 
through feral audio oh man it cracks me up i was listening to it the other day i haven't had a chance to listen to it i was listening to it on a, on a plane um he's funny yeah he's silly guy. he's really funny he's a silly <laughs> he's a very silly guy oh man um yeah so you you've been good yeah, I've been good. Um, I don't know if people should I should I announce about. It's up to you, man. Maybe we'll save that for the for the bone zone proper. Davy, uh, Davy's dying. I um. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to. <laughs> Maybe I'll save that. Well, I don't know how many days you have left. <laughs> what if we? No. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor. <laughs> um, um, that'd be stupid to kill someone off. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> immature to do that. Yeah. Um No, man, I'm just sick, you know. I I've got hope of getting better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um you're sick like on a pair of, a pair of rollerblades. Yeah. You got I'm some like sick, sick shit. man. Uh, I found out the other day. You, get, you found out the other day that you're sick as and shit. I'm sick on fruit booters. On blades? <laughs> I I I took <laughs> back the term fruit booter for the rollerblader. Yeah. Yeah. Take it back. I'm a sick fruit booter, man. I went down to <laughs> Venice. I was on the boardwalk. Listen, it's hard because that walk is made of boards. Yeah. And uh, you got your rollerblades going over, going <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. There's yeah. The only one other blader on the boards, and it's that guy, that like really muscly black guy that wears the speedo. Oh yeah. And, like, he, he always got. A, he's always got like a, a metallic ball. Yeah, he yeah. He's always around. like spinning a metallic ball and stuff like that. But <laughs> if you get near him, he asks for a dollar, no matter if you want to take a picture or anything like that. Yeah. Nah, I was giving out dollars. Oh shit. Riding down the boardwalk making it rain people are like sick brah what yeah a homeless person who has a a a little jar of dollar bills Mm -hmm. and it's just like would you would you like a dollar (laughs) excuse me don't mean to bother you would you like a dollar change mister and he holds out would you like some change yeah (laughs) get a job (laughs) <laughs> I don't need a job. I'm independently wealthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Haven't I had a job for 20 years? I made a billion dollars inventing the <laughs> Apple computer. It's a computer made of apples. <laughs> the Apple computer. Yeah. It's yeah. run on It's run on absolutely no energy except for Apple energy. Yeah. The juice is in your apple. Yeah, I was about to An say. apple a day keeps the computer at bay. It gets angry and kills you if you don't. Because there a joke in there? That, don't you hate that guy, Michael Bay? Michael Bay? I was talking about him yesterday. I saw, saw this guy walking down. We were shooting some What's What yesterday, and we went to lunch, and it's uh, off of Ventura mm-hmm. uh, Boulevard, and there was a guy walking down that uh, honestly looked like he was either trying to be Tom Petty or Michael Bay. Like, they both have the same sort of, like, hairstyle. Those Just two like guys look like Kind of outdated hairstyle. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, hairstyle-wise and kind of in build. Yeah. Um, What's your favorite Tom Petty song? Tom Petty song? Oh, you know, I don't know music. You want to know my favorite Tom Petty song? Did he do that uh, Annie Got Again? No, and it's not Annie Got Again. Janie. Janie Got Again. Who did Janie Got Again? That's Aerosmith. What? Did they really? Aerosmith. And he goes, boom, boom, Janie Got Again. Yeah, yeah. Well, what? No, what's the Tom? The Tom I don't, I don't know Tom, Tom Petty. What? No, what? wait, wait. <laughs> Tom Petty do Annie's Got Again. Annie Get Your Gun. No, here's the... <laughs> <laughs> and you know this about me. I know so little about music as far as relating who did what and whatever because of because of my terrible, yeah, tragic upbringing. You're poor. Yeah, I don't want to go. I you don't want to go into van. my tragic yeah. upbringing. But like, um, people honestly in like 
like growing up and into high school and stuff like we'd be walking through a mall or something with friends and some Beatles song would come on mm-hmm. I know I know the Beatles but some wait some, you know the Beatles some, some, yeah man well the surviving ones so you know Paul I know Paul and Django 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 <laughs> Reinhardt Paul and Django <laughs> Reinhardt yeah um no but like some song by someone popular would come on and be like ah oh, that's a great song hey Dave who did this song and uh, like I of course would not know. He'd be like Pootie and the Blowfish. They're my favorite. Yeah, I call them Pootie and All the Hoefish. All you need is love. Yeah. Pootie and, and the Blowfish. blowfish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's stupid. Yeah. So I know absolutely zero. I don't know. I don't know a ton. You know, there's there's definitely big holes in I, what I know. I know weird obscure s- stuff maybe. Yeah. Like that maybe some other people wouldn't know. I kind of skipped past a lot of things that everyone knows and went right to. Yeah, the stuff. What? Mm. What? By weird, obscure, I mean just bands no one would care about. <laughs> I yeah. just went to, I went right to that. Yeah, I didn't. You know, I owned a few CDs when I was younger. We did find like a big uh, envelope of CDs in the middle of a field one time, and that helped direct like what I listened to. Really? Like, yeah, check it out. These free CDs, and they were all like Smash Mouth and Bare Naked Ladies. No, 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 it was before that. I was in elementary school. And my brother found it, but th- so there was some stuff that like neither of us would have ever bought. Yeah. Um. Like uh, John Cicada. Mm. You ever heard of that guy? Yeah. Oh, man. And we would like rock out to Cicada. Oh, we would, man. Rock out with your Cicada. Is his name John Cicada? I think it is. Oh, now this is going to show that I don't know who it is. Just look up Cicada. Uh, Yeah, John. This is is the song. This is the song that I remember like really liking. He plays good fuck music, man. Fucking Cicada. Tonight I'm fucking to Cicada. I don't think I've listened to this since <laughs> since then. Promise me that for your birthday, when you and Chelsea are finally like cleaning up after the party, put this on and just start getting your fuck on, man. Oh man, this song is good. Like it's you're both gonna be covered in like cake. Oh, lyrics. Hooties and blowfish. <laughs> I'm gonna speed up till it gets funkier. Sucks. Oh yeah. Oh wait, another way. Just oh, nope. <laughs> I don't know the words. <laughs> Wait. Here comes a good part. Uh, just kidding. Aw. Ah, that takes me back, though. I love listening to your inspirations, man. <laughs> no, you it, don't. It, like, helps put me inside your mind, dude. I just remember we had a CD player, you know, that was, like... Yeah. <laughs> I've heard. Well, yeah, but it was, like, you know, it was as big as a DVD player. Yeah. And it, it was hooked up with the stereo. Yeah. And if you wanted to listen to music... You basically fucking sat on the carpet oh, man. and and s- listened to CDs. My family didn't have a CD player for a long time. And uh, the, the first CD player we got was this one. Like, my family got so excited that I was getting good grades because my, sis- my sister never did. And she was like the black sheep and, and my whole like kind of like not wanting to rock the boat and be a good student and a good son to my family was as a reaction to her. And, and I, she was adopted and she was black. So that's uh, yeah. why you also called her the black sheep. Yeah. yeah and she black, had nappy yeah. roots. Yeah. Also, <laughs> <laughs> also because she liked to fuck farmers. We called her the black sheep. Yeah. Um, 
we uh but but like they they were like when i brought home like whatever like final grades for the year or something like it was like all a's or something and they were like oh we gotta reward him like like you know they wanted to inspire me to continue and so they bought me like this uh like little boom boxy uh cd player and uh and i bought the my first album was a weird al album the uh the one with um Jurassic Park, I think it's Alapalooza. Yeah, I had that. That was, I think, that was the only Weird Al album that I ever bought. Yeah, oh, I bought so, I, I bought so many Weird Al albums, man. Just kind of out of. He's good. It, it's weird when you listen to Weird. It's nice that Weird Al's had this uh, resurgence in, because a lot of alt comics for a long time were making fun of Weird Al, mm-hmm. like whenever Weird Al came up. But, but then, he, like two years ago, he started making appearances on like the comedy bang bang podcast then comedy death ray and now like people who are making fun of him it's like you find out they had this intense love for him and they love hanging out with him and he's like like just got this like in like he's been embraced by the people who used to like do jokes kind of at his expense you know he's awesome like i've always loved him and i'm like one of every, i'm one of everybody who loved weird al and continues to love weird yeah. al where it's like you, <clears throat> you defend him by being like now he's a great singer. Like people were always like, he's a great. If he did legitimate music, he would be like a rock star, because his like octave range is. Well, he has amazing. a very specific sounding voice. It's almost robotic. Like when he harmonizes with himself, it sounds oh. computerized. Yeah, but it's not, man. That's him having like perfect pitch. <clears throat> no, I know. I, I, I bought one of his CDs and thought it was funny. Yeah. But I, I will, I will admit that I was never a huge fan of his, yeah. and, and especially right now. All these people are 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 like uh, being obsessive over them and being like, I always loved them, and maybe yeah. they did. But, but now, maybe, but it's weird. I think it's maybe just because he's accessible. Yeah, and maybe also because he'll do things because he does fall into that. Someone once made a joke that his he's like, I take this regular song and I make it about food because like most of his songs are just about like yeah. eating eating like a sandwich that's made out of something weird or uh-huh. something. And then he talks about building the sandwich. That's true. He's got a definite. <laughs> he's got a definite. <laughs> he's got a definite kind of like a structure that he's built into how he makes a song. But um, when they see him just do some, like trying to do something different with them, and he'll he's willing to do it. Yeah. Like it probably just blows their mind. It's like yeah. he is awesome. You know. The one, the thing that I think is cool is <clears throat> he was someone who it wasn't. I remember when I was a kid, I was like, I like this. And I liked it with my friends at a certain age. But yeah. once you were a certain age, it wasn't like cool to admit that you listened to Weird Al or ever did. It's clean and kind of Mormony when you listen to it. You well, know? it's just it's cheesy, silly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, so it's kind of cool that like people are like, I love Weird Al. Oh, yeah. And they're not like ashamed of it. Yeah. But I mean, it's pretty cheesy. You ever? Uh, you I ever saw him play uh, at a at fair. A fair? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. saw him play at a fair. I got him to autograph a picture that I drew of him. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's back at my house. This is so weird. That's he does a cool. great, he like puts on the fat suit from oh, yeah. fat. Yeah. He like does like 18 costume changes. It's a good show. My, uh, my roommate, one of my roommates in college, his dad was a bass player mm-hmm. and, uh, maybe I've talked about it before, but the main thing he did, he was the bass player in, uh, Rick Springfield. Mm-hmm. Do you know who that is? Uh, yeah. Who is it? Since you're our in-house music expert, who's Rick Springfield? Oh, it's Bruce Springsteen's brother. <laughs> no, he did. Uh, they, they share the same first part of the last name. 
and he got a gun. <laughs> you said it. And a he bit. got a gun. Jesse, uh, Jesse's girl. They play the song in uh, Boogie Nights during uh, the big firecracker Do they? Coke exchange gunfight scene. Yeah. Well, anyways, my my roommate's uh, father was the bass player in this song, mm-hmm. you know, and then eventually left the band. And then after that, he was uh, he played with like Tina Turner. Yeah. At, you know, it, this name, not Tina Turner. You know when she was brand new, yeah. But like Tina Turner when she was doing fairs, yeah. And the same as uh, Weird Al played with Weird Al. <laughs> wow. And he's uh, on the fair circuit. Yeah, and then now he doesn't. He doesn't uh, play. Yeah. With anybody, he just lives oh. in Idaho somewhere. But uh, we used to. He would go to bed early, and we would be partying, mm-hmm. and we would play. Uh, we would play Rick Springfield. Yeah, uh, Jesse's girl. <laughs> just, just to piss him up. And we'd be like, "Hey, Nick, your dad's out here!" <laughs> and we would pound the baseline into his wall. Uh, and then, uh, and then also, he, um, his dad really liked Toto. Yeah, you know Toto. I can't name their song, but I know them from those television commercials that have '80s compilations. Who, who was Toto sing? Africa. Yeah, this is a song called Africa. It's probably their most recognizable. Right? And he's got a gun. But and then Toto and Tom Petty. It stands for Tom Tom Petty and Tom Bosley from Happy Days. And then my favorite one is this one. This song is so good. Oh, here comes an ad. Uh oh. Maybe not. Oh, that song is so good. But his dad really liked this band, and so we would also play this this band. I don't know why it's not playing anymore. But um, <laughs> and we would pound the bass line, and we'd be like, "Your dad's out here!" And yeah. he'd always think that we thought his dad played in Toto, and he'd wake up and be like, "My dad wasn't in Toto. <laughs> he just really liked Toto." <laughs> and we'd be like, "Oh!" And then the next night we'd be like, "You'd do it again. Your dad's out here. <laughs> Your dad was in Toto." <laughs> and we used to we he had a bottle of uh, Bacardi rum. He didn't drink that yeah. much, and he kept it in the freezer. Yeah, and uh, this my. One of our other roommates would always drink out of it and then refill it with water yeah. and then put it back in the freezer. <laughs> and then eventually the whole thing just started freezing because it was <laughs> mostly water. And yeah. he's like, I didn't know rum froze. And we're like, yeah, you must have got a bad batch. <laughs> <laughs> bad batch of rum. Well, yeah, it sounds like we were bullying him, but he was kind of a bully. <laughs> you were just getting back for all the other people that were bullied by him. Yeah, he had a big fish tank. <coughs> with like these big like African fish in it, yeah, and uh, and this other guy would like his whole goal every night was to get a Corona bottle in the fish tank at the bottom, like it was like like it was sunken treasure. <laughs> I uh, I did that one time. I didn't drink um, in college, but I did that one time at a party. Uh, someone I I found a, a Corona an empty Corona bottle. I went and I washed it out and everything, and then I put it in a fish tank. So yeah. then like went down. And the guy got so mad. Yeah, he like I, ended the party. He was like, "The Corona's gonna kill the fish." And then, like, I didn't want to admit it. Probably because, true. <laughs> like, well, I mean, I didn't want to admit it. I w- but I wanted to be like, "Well, I cleaned it all out. It's like fine. Nothing's gonna happen. It's just glass." And yeah. he got more. Gla- 
but I didn't admit the thing. I should have stood up for everybody else because, like, he, I was the one person he didn't blame because I don't. Dr- I didn't uh, drink. You're so. a jerk, though. I know. I'm a huge jerk. I didn't drink. I've become less of a jerk since I have started drinking. Do you ever do anything crazy uh, besides that last blunder? Yeah. Uh, at a party, you ever do like a crazy thing at a party? Oh, I pissed in someone's hair gel. Yeah, I think we did talk about just that. Just a little bit. You pissed just a little bit just in a someone's little bit. hair gel. But um, it was because you got so scared and you happened to have your dick in their hair gel. Yeah, I did. I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he asked me to. I lost a bet. Basically, yeah. he lost after I lost a bet. No, did you ever... I'm trying to think of anything. I was... I was... Con- I don't know. I was constantly refusing things that people thought I should do. I Like, I thought it'd be crazy to refuse, like... Um, I'd be at a party. I was a theater major, so you'd have theater parties, and there's a lot of like kind of in, in incestuous sort of like not in the in the literary literal term yeah. of incest, but like just kind of like inner departmental relationshipy like orgy stuff going on because you know people just are horny, want to hook up, and they they have uh, no confidence, so they'll hook up with people in their theater group. Um, but so there'd be a lot of like spin the bodily sort of like truth or dairy sort spin, of game spin the bodily functions spin the bodily functions yeah we'd spin this girl <coughs> mm-hmm. uh her and whoever she spit diarrhea yeah, yeah she would spit either diarrhea or vomit it yeah, depended yeah. like nobody knew what they were gonna oh, get hit with that's cool uh no but it uh like they'd always be like i dare you two girls at the same time to make out with davy <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh, no. And they'd be two girls that everyone knew that I liked or something. I'd be like, no, no, no. <laughs> and then they'd come over and, like, they'd both, like, be, like, trying to, like, tongue me and stuff like that. And I'd be like, <laughs> you know. I thought it was funny to refuse stuff as opposed to do anything, like, really crazy. I don't know. I'm super you're lesson super, learned. You're super. Boring. No, you're super no. boring. I didn't have too many. I, I remember... <clears throat> going to some party where they were doing a spin the bottle type of thing. Yeah. And it was very uncomfortable for me because I didn't know anybody. Uh, maybe it would be more uncomfortable if I did know everybody, though. <laughs> um, I did some weird stuff at people's parties in college, though. Because, like, for the most part, you don't know the person's house that you're at. Yeah. You're just kind of like, well, going through your fridge. Yeah. I did. I did do. Now that you thinking about it um in a spin the bottle thing i did do a thing where i spun the bottle and it landed on a sofa cushion it basically like landed between people and i went in <laughs> for 30 minutes <laughs> 30 minutes yeah davy acted li- like basically made out with a sofa cushion i just refused to stop minutes. i refused to stop because i was just like no no we spun the bottle and she's oh, into it. it like i kept on like forcing people up and they're like oh that's so crazy Davey. yeah i like to kind of I, I really like kind of creeping people out. One time I went to a party dressed <laughs> as as a member of a certain religious group that is also a science group and also a, a philosophical group of people. It's a rather new religion uh, started by one man who was a writer. I'm not going to say which one, but I went to the party dressed as somebody from that certain religion slash science organization slash philosophical group. And uh, didn't drop character the whole time and creeped everyone out the whole time. Like, I went and I didn't blink. I was just kind of staring forward. And you I went? just started uh, spewing axioms out at people. Yeah. As Jesus? 
Well, I didn't want to go into specifics. Sounds like you dressed up like a Jesus. I dressed up as a Jesus. <laughs> had hair back then. Um, <clears throat> yeah, man, I love dressing up like a Jesus. Like a Jesus. I like go to I go to parties, knock on the door, and say, "Do you mind letting me in?" People do that. Home? That's a college thing. I don't know. Maybe not at a Christian college, but um, people, you know, shock factor. Yeah. Which, like, to us, it wouldn't be a shock factor. Yeah. Um, but back then, you know, there's probably people that you could still could offend. No, no place is more easily and no place is easier to shock than a college. I find there's so many people who are when you're when you're in college, you're so dedicated to uh, like a political belief, maybe or like uh, like a, some sort of like um, um, politically correct sort of attitude that you can say something that's perfectly innocent that that pushes the button a little bit and it's just a joke or something you can go far you can really offend people i've well, heard that, that's when everyone's still trying to figure out what racist is yeah like well, i don't what, know what racism I'm, is what I'm sexist surrounded is by what, comedians yeah. so we all kind of like oh everything understand drops, yeah how to tell someone's a real racist or not yeah but all um, walls are dropped and everyone you, it was such a fucking witch hunt mm-hmm. you say you say anything you know you just say something about how there's rice for dinner yeah and now you got you know yeah. black people mad at you <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, why you gotta say rice oh. see now that probably pissed off a lot of people just doing that Samoans. Um, Samoans. uh i went to uh nebraska wesleyan university and uh there's a a lot of wesleyan universities around they're all little, little private schools same organization but um uh that movie PCU that's all about like the college breaking down underneath how PC everybody's trying to be. It's yeah. like a comedy. David Spade was based on the writer of that went to one of the Wesleyan universities and wrote it based on his university. And that's exactly what it was. Like anything you could ever say, you always had to like kind of double check yourself. Cause you'd be like, uh, who am I talking to? What exactly do they, I don't want to offend and get this group of people. Yeah. Um, but also at the same time, there was also a huge number of students who were just like complete assholes and were like um idiots who didn't respect you know certain things or had like uh there's a bunch of fucking shit. college kids are college, shit college kids are, are kind of shitheads well you know, obviously you and know, a lot of they com- grow into something else or they yeah. aren't they aren't shitheads yeah but you know what i mean like go go back to your college oh. and try to hang out with those people oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. obviously there's some I people will. Like, that are cool. you want me to actually do like it? all of our college uh listeners are probably all very cool i mean if you're listening to this obviously you've got but I impeccable taste i think about it sometimes adult. Where i'm like man college was so fun and then yeah and then i haven't done this in a long time but i remember one time i was thinking that and i was like i wonder what it's like there now and i would like well, like YouTube wasn't that popular back then, so I'll search like my college on YouTube and just be like, look at all these fucking jerks. Yeah, like every single and and well, every college is different. I, I went to a college in a very very small town yeah. in the middle of nowhere, and everyone was was fucking whatever. It was an ag an agriculture school, yeah. and it was in the middle of wheat fields. So like everyone uh, is fairly specific, and by that I mean white. Yeah, very white <laughs> and cargo shortsy. <laughs> Yeah. Nothing wrong with cargo shorts, man. No, man. They're the perfect Dave Matthews band uh, yeah, clothes. Yeah. Which bow, 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 and it got a gun. And it got a gun. Hoodie and a blowfish. Dude, don't, don't yell so much. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> no, I just wanted to impress you that I actually know Dave Matthews band. I know, but I'm going to have to. The go. second CD that I bought. 
Uh, Crash into me. Yeah. Yeah. I went, to, I went to Dave Matthews Band concerts. I've never been to one. He never came to my school, and he went to every college. No, he doesn't that was really his do mission, colleges. Right? Well, back then. No, he did like. Not back then. He did. Well, maybe he played at some colleges, but okay. I mean, when I was in college, when I was in high school, even, that's when you would have been in college. He just plays like big venues, and then yeah. college people would come see it, which I still think is happening. He, his song was like, um, like last year for college football like they used his song almost exclusively for like college football which song did they use uh, a new one that i never heard of or listened to i ready for I, football no that wasn't it um that's that'd be nfl oh. which his market is college kids i, th- I just thought it was funny because it was like oh so obviously college oriented his music know. and now it's uh, associated with ncaa football <laughs> NCAA PP. Um, <laughs> my Dave Matthews sounds like Jimmy Fallon's Dave Matthews. Uh, it sounds like Jimmy Fallon's every impression. Jimmy Fallon's impressions of how musicians talk. They talk like how they sing in his impressions. What have we got here? Randy's searching something. This is a song about a college rite of passage. Something we've all done after a wild night of drinking. You know who you are. You might not be proud they of They were all cheering for one man who knew who he was. Yeah. What happens to the best of us? I don't know what this is. The song is called The Walk of Shame. Huh. He did this. He did this at my college. Did I tell that Got story in the podcast? He did do this at your college. D- he did this song in my college, like in ninety eight, ninety nine. Really? This yeah. is on his album that just came out. Yeah, well, featuring I mean, Dave Matthews. This song. Good. Oh, that's why I, I just. Well, he probably updated it for Dave Matthews to come on. I searched Jimmy Fallon, Dave Matthews. But he he did talk. This is part of the. Did I tell this story on the podcast about Jimmy Fallon coming to my college? Yeah, I told the part where he started playing and. The guitar, and he got kind of frustrated, and and he was like, ah, I forget what he yelled at the guy, but he basically got kind of snippy with the guy who gave him the guitar, uh-huh. to to or who let the college borrow the guitar because it was in his contract to have a guitar, a certain type of guitar, and he did something that was kind of like a trying to handle a heckler, and it you know it was it was all right, and it came off okay, but in my mind I was like, oh, he got kind of snippy because because the thing I told him. Like, I thought information I gave him led him to be frustrated. It did. Because he tried to do jokes incorporating stuff that I told him on the ride from the hotel. I, I drove, for people who haven't heard the story, I drove Jimmy Fallon from his hotel to my college. And he asked questions about, like, local things. Local bars, local, like, happenings. And I, I didn't know that much because I was such a student that I was focused on studies. I didn't know that much about actual things outside the college. And so I gave him all this improvised false information and so when he tried to incorporate that into his act he'd be like so i was hanging out at the brass rail bar the other day and and like nobody would get it or laugh because like it wasn't a thing that existed in the in in my college town uh so i would be the only one laughing really hard because i knew that he was saying something that no one actually got well you're the only one who gets his comedy i'm the only one who gets jimmy Fallon's comedy no and uh, like 
so he got frustrated and he was trying to play the car and, and he like was tuning up and and someone said a snarky comment. Someone said careful because it was the guy's guitar, the guy in the front row. It was his guitar. He allowed the colleagues to borrow for Jimmy Fallon to play, and Jimmy Fallon said some sort of snarky like uh, like uh, comment back to him. It played off well, but in my mind, I was like, oh man, he's like just frustrated from jokes bombing just recently, and um, uh. And then he played the song because the song he was going to play, he was talking about the Walk of Shame, and then he played the Walk of Shame song. Really? So that yeah. song is like super old. Well, I mean, uh, he's been busy with a lot of stuff since then, and he kind of got. I think he's talked on other podcasts about how uh, he had maybe thirty minutes of material or something like that, an hour of material, and that's kind of what like he did that for years and years. And years. Yeah. Yeah. That's what a lot of people he came do. with like a lot of people talk about him doing a troll doll routine. He'd bring out a troll doll and do like advertisements or pitches for the troll doll as different people doing impressions. He was doing impressions. He was doing impressions of different people doing impressions. <laughs> he was very meta. <clears throat> I remember at one point when I was in college, I thought he was very funny. Yeah. He's, he's but like it was, it was literally at one point. Yeah. It was like it was like a week and I thought he was the funniest thing ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Was it his loosey goosey attitude towards I don't know what, what it was. I he's I thought he was funny. His cocksuredness. He hosted one of the MTV awards and mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> oh, classic. <laughs> Glad he's doing it. He's the funniest. Did he who did he did he host with anyway? Did he host with uh Kirsten Dunst? Was that yeah. the year? Yeah. Yeah. Who I've seen in the flesh, in the very pale, light flesh. blue, greenish flesh. <laughs> she just looks like a like a tortilla. Yeah. She just looks like a Every wo- time her heart beats heartbeats, <laughs> you can see all of her veins kind of puff out at once. My friend who uh out of nowhere she w- we were talking about her and she was like, She just looks like wet bread. <laughs> and I was like, What do you mean? And then she came into where we work and then she left and she just goes, Wet bread. And I was uh. like you're right. <laughs> Kirsten Dunst is wet bread. She looks like wet bread. <laughs> uh, and this is a black girl who said that. So I just accused her of being like, you know, you know, stereotypically racist. She was trying to call her white bread. Yeah. But um, she kind of does. She looks like a. She looks like she's sick, and she's sweating very cold. She got cold sweats. Yeah, and that she. Um, she's wearing a blanket, but her face still is very chilly. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't got no business being in her business. Yeah, she just came in once. Let Kirsten Dunst be Kirsten Dunst. You be you. The guy that she was sort of dating comes in a lot, though. He's super cool. Oh, man. Oh, man. He's a musician. I want to be that guy, right? I want to be a musician. I wish that I had this guy. I want to learn how to play guitar. It's like a regret. Uh, Regrets, man. What do you have? Well... Stuff you wanted to do, but you never did. Oh, I don't know. Really? What's it? Well, you're, you're a regret? You're a go-getter. Like, like for instance... You wanted to play guitar. Music-wise, I regret having not learned how to play the guitar, the violin, or the accordion. Oh, 
Well, I mean, I mean, I know you we still we could still do that. Could do it. So yeah. that means that you'll never this, do it because you've no, already, no, you've no, given no. up. It's it's not it's you've given up. it's up maybe till now. Why, maybe that's why I don't have any regrets because I've no, I, no. I haven't given up yet. No, no, you're I haven't given up. Older than no, me. this so is that's maybe what you're no, talking about. This is older than me. This is an up till now regret. You've given up on your life already. There can still be redemption. I still see the sun. There can still be redemption. I could change the word regret to redemption. I could still keep a couple of the letters. It's not that hard. Well, I'm the one editing this audio file, so I don't think you can. You're gonna edit this part out? No, no, no. I'll keep it, and that's why unless you were editing it, you could change the word of regret to redemption. Probably if I edited it, I would have just ended with regrets. I would have just said, never learn how to play guitar, regrets, and then gone to an awesome vibe sort of like... Like a dream sequence? Like a dream sequence. Well, I just feel like part of the reason that you have regrets is because you're, you're on your last page. I Not even last chapter. You're on your last page because you're so old. And me, I'm like... I'm like a giraffe still, a young baby giraffe that's drinking out of a river. I thought you said draft. I was like, yeah, you're a rough draft, and <laughs> you still have a lot of a lot of punch-ups to go through, and you're going to be a big, beautiful novel. No, I have a lot of, like, I'll probably go through, you know, I'll probably lose all the weight, gain it back, lose all the weight, gain it back. you got so many all cycles to look forward to. I have a lot of cycles still, and yeah. each one of those lose the weight, gain it back gets harder and harder because yeah. I get a little bit older. But like you're on your last gain the weight, lose, lose it. the weight. Yeah. yeah, you've just lost it, and now you're going to be skinny. I'm going to continue to lose it because once I die, yeah, I just keep losing. Because now you're a skinny old man. You got two more years until you're a skinny, really old man. Oh yeah, man. And you got an old, you got a little tiny dog. <laughs> I thought you said dong. No, a little well, tiny dong. No, that's just that's just one of your regrets that you <laughs> that's never. That's my regret. You I never, never had a bigger dong. I never bought into the bigger dong. You have a little yappy dog, don't you? Yeah, just a tiny one. <laughs> you have a little tiny, tiny I yappy used to, dog. I used to be able to carry him around in a in a tiny little carrier, but now that's too heavy for me, so he just follows me around. <laughs> he just follows me around, yapping, <laughs> nipping, <laughs> nipping at my ankle. Shut up! What's his name? What? What's his name? Reginald. <laughs> oh, it's regional. Oh, yeah, Reginald. <laughs> <laughs> Reginald! Oh, Reginald! Reginola, get you your snossage. Here, fine, I'll give him a snossage. Did you uh, rescue him? I have to bring him from a fire. From a fire? Yeah. Not even from, like, just, yeah. like, the I shelter? I mean, the, the family survived, but I ran off with him. <laughs> Reginald, I got, I'm cutting up your snossage. So you, you rescued him from a, uh, a shelter fire? Like, it wasn't an animal shelter? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was a homeless shelter. There's a family living there. The kids cried because they saw me running off with him. That's weird. Hey, man, when you see something you like, you got to take it. This is America. You have to reach for opportunity. How many uh, how many dogs do you plan to have? Um, like before you die? Like you, you're going to get a few more? I'm going to get two more that make uh, five. So you have three dogs? Yeah. Reg- Regional, sorry. Regional. Wallace. Uh-huh. And Wilder. Wilder? Mm-hmm. What happened to Van? I named him after Gene Wilder. <laughs> but what if we did a movie called National Lampoon's Gene Wilder? <laughs> National Lampoon's Gene Wilder. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Starring. Starring. Stifler. Um, st- yeah, Stifler. <laughs> it's all about the stiff. Uh, <laughs> the rise of stiff. Yeah. National Lampoon's. Gene Wilder. 
What if we do uh, National Harpoons? It's a very serious organization for like serious films. <laughs> National Harpoons. Yeah. Stifler's cousin. Yeah. Stifler's cousin. Stifler's more serious, grounded cousin. Oh man. I'm not going to go to that party. I've got I've got finals next week. Are you kidding me? Oh man. That's Stifler's cousin. Stifler's cousin. Biffler. I've never even met my cousin Stifler. Yeah. Why do you always compare me to just because they made a character in a film about him? Yeah. Who what, what about starring that starring him? And they have the redhead guy too, right? Who's the redheaded guy? Uh the guy who like never gets laid or whatever. The redhead guy. Stifler he, Stifler would always pick on him. I don't I don't wait. Is he the guy who uh hooks up like makes Natasha Leone's character? Well, I don't know. He's the redhead guy. The redheaded guy never gets laid. He's uh he's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> 